0: The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone.
1: Geez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord?
0: Well then how should I put it then?
1: I don't know, how about we come in peace, we mean no harm, we may spoil some things.
0: We may swear a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised.
0: to another episode of Little Nerdy. I'm your host, Michelle.
1: And I'm your co-host, Owen.
0: And today our episode is on Canada.
1: Oh, Canada, our home and native land. (laughs) Okay, Uh, big shout out to Black White Check for intro and outro music. Details in the show notes.
0: Absolutely. And we just wanted to preface this episode by saying that the reason why you didn't get it on Friday, Canada Day, is because we actually didn't celebrate Canada Day.
1: Yeah. Given recent discoveries in history what to do with residential schools and how uh horribly treated and affected the indigenous community has been. Uh it just seemed like one of those things where it's like, we'll put it off kind of thing because out of respect. Yeah. yeah, the inhumane treatment <laughs> atrocities, I think yeah. is a good way to put it. Uh is definitely one of those things where like Yeah.
0: And stuff, but yeah, like currently, as far as I know, it's sitting at around 11,000 bodies have been found at residential schools. They've barely scratched the surface. I think they've searched 11 schools. Yeah. And um,
1: it's disgusting.
0: No one's talking about it.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not on mainstream media. It's not on the news. It's not anywhere.
1: Well, I mean, okay. One thing I do want to preface is that I actually do watch CTV and Global News, two can- uh, Canadian uh, news out- uh, outlets, mm-hmm. and they do talk a bit about it, but it's not like the main, uh, you know, articles of things they they talk about. Because there's a lot of things going on, yeah, but it doesn't get the
0: attention it deserves, especially
1: not from a Canadian uh, news program. Mm-hmm and so it's like when you say it's not on like main uh social medias and everything like that it's like well social media is like one of those things where it's like the news can be here and there touch and go it's like what gets a lot of clicks and stuff whereas the news it's kind of like a what's the big trending topics in some ways so it's very similar but yeah anyways i'm just only bringing that up because it's like it is still in the news but it's not in the news as much as it should be um So yeah, that was one of the things where we just wanted to bring up is like why this episode is so late and everything was just that whole, it would definitely feel like a disrespectful thing to, you know, do given that it's like, there shouldn't, there should have been a lot more going, uh, recognition towards the indigenous communities. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And that's why like I wore an orange shirt on Canada day and didn't celebrate and I think you did too. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to say, check out on TikTok, Jordan Hart sound, I believe. Um, he's a Canadian musician who has actually written two verses of a song about the residential schools and whatnot. I know I've shared them with you. I don't know if you've seen them yet. But, yeah. And whatnot. But anyway, highly recommend it. It's a good song. Makes, uh, makes you think, gives you goosebumps and all that jazz and really sad actually to listen to but
1: kind of gives you hope that maybe it, it hits you at your core mm-hmm. okay um so that just being said is that we're not blind we're not uh you know insensitive towards the fact that it's like there Canada has a dark history there's a lot of things where it's like that we're just horrible so we're not trying to make light of it or make easy
0: or minimize no
1: no we just wanted to make sure that that is first and foremost uh, the thoughts and everything that go through like our heads and everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's but you know there are things to be proud of of this country despite you know a lot of turbulent and awful things that have happened
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think that's a I think that's a fair way of saying is like yeah it's like Canada's great uh, it's not perfect. I don't think there's any place in the world that's perfect, but I'd say this is a pretty damn good country to live in
0: mm-hmm.
1: that. Uh, yeah. So,
0: I mean, it's, yeah,
1: I would definitely say it's one of the top five countries in the world to live in, even with its spotted past. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to like I know. be as positive as I can <laughs> without being like, "Hey, we there's no dark skeletons in the closet or anything like that." Whatever phrase you want to use to like say, "Hey, uh, you know, like these atrocities happened." Yeah. So, going forward with that. Um, okay, so let's start with the beginning of it all.
0: Oh, so you mean where Canada got its name? Yes. So, Canada actually um, got its name from Indigenous um, words. (laughs) The word Canada is derived from an Indigenous word.
1: Now, just off the top of your head, because I can't, I don't remember, do you know what, uh, because there was a lot of different dialects and cultures that are like, um, you know, Mm but do you know what oh, I want to say
0: like dialect or whatever? Yeah.
1: Do, do you know which?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Did you, first off, did you ever see those? Um, oh, like 30... history minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Things
0: I'd watch all of them in school. Yeah. They, like they literally had a tape with all of them on them. And this was one of them, how Canada got its name. Right. Yeah. And stuff. And it was the St. Lawrence Iroquois. Oh, okay. Um, their language and their word for settlement or village, which was Kanata. And the dopey settlers were like, Can- Canada? Canada!
1: Yeah. <laughs> With, and I know a lot of people out in the world are like, oh, yeah, every Canadian says A at the end of every sentence or... You know, it's uh, something that's heavily used.
0: Guilty as charged.
1: <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's not until you travel, you realize how often you say it around, you know, people from outside of Canada. Like if you go to the States or Europe or whatever, you realize how often you say it.
0: Yeah. Or I work with a guy that was from America. Yeah. We don't really talk about that. He, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but um, he said he's noticed it quite a bit. Or like, for example, people from outside of Canada. Mm-hmm say toronto toronto yeah we say toronto yeah we dropped that last t toronto but people outside of canada say toronto it's kind of fun
1: (laughs) yeah That, that actually reminds me of one where it's like if you get it's one of those i know everybody would be guilty of this but it's like the whole you try if you have somebody from uh outside your country try to say the name of a city sometimes they'll nail it sometimes they'll get it a little bit off and one that was very iconic that I can't help but laugh at it all the time is uh the city of Ottawa mm. um it, this person tried to pronounce it and goes yeah this person knows a lot about the city Ottawa
0: yeah it's just like I was listening to one of my true crime podcasts um I may have mentioned this before but I was listening to uh true crime all the time yeah Love it with Mike and Gibby, and they were talking about a crime actually that happened in BC. And chilliwack. Can you guess how they said chilliwack?
1: Chill-a-wack?
0: Chilliwack. chiliwack Oh geez. It was funny. It made me laugh so hard, and I was just like, "Oh, that's cute. You guys are funny." But I get it. We have some weird names up here. I mean, everywhere does, but we have like elbow.
1: Yeah, and I mean, on like. Just one city, one little tiny city here in Alberta that I know of that it's just so funny to say is that, yeah, so we're just driving past Balzac.
0: Yeah. Or Climax.
1: Yeah. It, there's just some town's names where it's just like, okay, you cannot tell me the person who came up with his name was like, hey, let's come up with the dirtiest name possible for this little town. <laughs> Trust me. It'd be funny. I uh, would we'll just say, yeah, that, that that that's a historic, like that's part of my family's lineage name kind of thing.
0: There is a place in of where it is. Um is the name. Oh sorry, I just mouthed it to him because I don't know why we're not a censored podcast. It's fuck. <laughs> the name is fuck. I just can't remember where it is. Hold on. We'll see if we can look it up.
1: So just F U C K?
0: Well where is?
1: Okay. Where is in...
0: no not in Canada.
1: Oh it's okay. not Canada.
0: No, it's somewhere else. Oh, okay. Australia. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh, but it's it's not like Or Nor- Norway. Yeah, oh. village. No, fucking in Australia.
1: No, no, that's Austria.
0: Aus- oh, Austria. I don't know how to read. I'm sorry. It's
1: like there's no L's in there. Can
0: you imagine that I'm going to go to school and become educated?
1: Well, you know, that's why you're going to go get educated.
0: <laughs> apparently.
1: Okay, so that just took a little bit of a jump across the pond and everything. So... That's weird,
0: though, because it says it's, like, here it says thugging, f-u-g-g-i-n-g.
1: Maybe it's just the pronunciation of it over there. It sounds more like fuck than it does f-u-g-g-i-n-g.
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe. Anyway, sorry, that kind of got us off track, but I thought that was funny. So, Okay, let's uh, move on to our next fact about Canada.
1: Okay. So, even though Canada has been independent, like its own sovereign independent country for uh, was it Um, I want to say 1887 was when, okay.
0: Uh (laughs) We're going to have to look that up. We're bad Canadians. We wouldn't pass the uh, Canadian citizenship test, I don't think.
1: Oh, 1867. Sorry, I was off by 20 years. But, yeah, July 1st, 1867, has Canada Day. Yeah. Uh, we became no longer um, just a colony across the pond to England. England and everything. We actually became our own sovereign country. However. Yeah.
0: We do still have a monarch.
1: Oh, absolutely. We still have ties and a strong connection with uh England and everything in yes. that regard.
0: So Queen Elizabeth II, who just celebrated her Jubilee. Yep. Pla- um, I was it platinum jubilee, I believe? Platinum, I believe, yeah. Yep. Um she is our monarch. Mm-hmm. And um uh we're still considered a part of the British Commonwealth.
1: Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, even though we have our own, like, sovereignty and independence and everything, it was kind of like, there's this joke that I like to make about the whole, uh, when you compare Canada to America, is that the Americans were like the punky teenage kids who were like uh, the whole, screw you, mom and dad, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to play my music as loud as I want to and party with my friends or whatever. And Canada was like the very well-mannered, very polite kid uh, kind of thing. It was like, uh, Mother, Father, if it's alright with you, <laughs> may, may I please have my own independence?
0: They were like, alright, but only slightly. <laughs> you,
1: you can make your own decisions in your own room and everything and yada yada, but we will have some say just in regards to the whole, you know, big things.
0: Yeah, right. I'm
1: pretty sure it's like, for example, a provincial law over here. It's like, the monarchy over in England has no final say in it for the most part. Or now, at least it's maybe it's so minute that they're like, you guys can t- micromanage that yourselves.
0: My understanding of it is, is any law that comes through federally through the government has to be okayed by the Queen. Yeah. But obviously, <laughs> Her Royal Highness is not going to come all the way over here to sign our laws. So they have a representative in um, uh, Parliament yep. that represents her and signs the bills basically under her like jurisdiction i don't know if that's still a thing or if they stopped doing that right
1: so wait is it parliament or the house of commons
0: I the same thing. i'm not
1: yeah i'm pretty sure i'm not educated. guys because no, I, I think parliament know. is like the actual like, like the a, building the, the building or well it's like the actual room where it's like where it happened the room where it happened
0: yeah
1: <laughs> uh but the house of commons is like the entire federal government uh, building where it's like everything from like the secretaries uh, where everybody goes to their private offices and yada, yada. Everybody, you know, works on drafting bills and laws and uh, like negotiating things with like banks or big businesses to talk about what the next steps should be on things.
0: Yeah. So yeah, the governor general is her representative in Our government. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading real quick. We're obviously we're looking at some things so we don't get our facts wrong. And we'll have that linked in the show notes. But it didn't say so. <laughs> well, that includes a parliament and prime minister. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, here's an important little thing to consider when the a lot of people I know of here in Canada sometimes are unaware of this fact that how long do you know how long a prime minister can uh sit as you know prime minister of canada
0: as long as he's voted in
1: exactly i we don't we
0: aren't like the states where we're where they're subject to two terms like we could literally have a prime minister for 50 years if every single time he's voted in yeah so
1: now this is kind of he or she yeah this is actually a bit of a double edged sword in some ways is that um it's one of those things where i know some people they'll view it as a oh a good thing because it's like hey if we get a you know really good prime minister who mm-hmm. uh yeah if the prime minister that everybody like is serving is doing great for the country great for the people You know, it's like, everybody wants to keep an office by all means, he, the, he or she keeps on serving and going and there's like, it's just, Hey, it's awesome uh, all around now. The, but the problem is sometimes like the whole, you know, election systems and yada, yada. So maybe some people might get a little vocal about their disapproval of some people, Mm -hmm. generally speaking, the whole majority rules and people uh, choose to keep or remove the prime minister.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, unlike the U.S., because, like, I actually had a conversation with a coworker, b- before we had that election about a year or so ago. Yeah. Um, there was a big con- uh, debate about, well, it's the whole if Trudeau gets elected again. It's like, well, it's only going to be for another four years. And I kind of looked at them and went, uh, you do know we're not like the states, right? And they looked it up and everything. And it just was funny how the American culture of some of these things.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Some people just believe that's the same in Canada.
0: Yeah. That's part of the problem with, I guess, I don't know people. It was like the person. So we had like a freedom convoy back in the winter, like the beginning of the year that put itself up in Ottawa, which is our capital. Yep. And, uh, where our prime minister is and stuff. And, uh, Anyway, one of them, when they were in court and they were being asked questions, they said, well, I plead the fifth. And the judge was like, I'm I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, you plead that Manitoba was a, becomes a province. Like I'm not. You,
1: you do realize what the fifth in Canada means, right? Because in the, the fifth in the US <laughs> is the right to not incriminate yourself. but. In Canada, that had to do with provincial law.
0: That had to do with, like, Manitoba becoming a province. So, exactly. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. Right. And stuff. And that's kind of the problem is there are a lot of people in Canada who are influenced by U.S. things and don't really understand that there's, like, they, they see it on TV all the time, so they assume it's Canada-based as well, and it's not. Like, we don't have, we do have a constitution, technically, but ours is called the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Yes. Yes. Right.
1: Which, in my opinion, sounds way cooler.
0: Well, but in my opinion. But in Canada you do have a right to not like, speak to the police and stuff, but it's not like you plead the fifth. You just say, I'm not talking. Right. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, I think it's safe (laughs) to say, it's like, if a cop's like, trying to ask you questions about something, you know, like, I want a lawyer. It's like, I think that's a pretty universal thing to be like, well, they're not talking.
0: they can violate your freedoms and Your charter freedoms, sorry, (laughs) wow, um, and stuff. But I mean, it's pretty much they have to like let you know that you're being arrested, what you're being arrested for. You know, like it's not the Miranda quote-unquote Miranda rights that you get read in Canada. But believe me, there are still processes they have to follow. So
1: yeah, and it's kind of one of those things where it's a little disheartening to think that it's like a lot of Canadians are like, oh well. You know this isn't how it normally goes it's like you're thinking of the way the americans do it because that's very different than here yeah so
0: um okay so next fact mm-hmm. canada has a national animal do you know what said national animal is
1: well i mean we have so many beautiful wonderful animals that we do actually uh so i'm thinking it's either the moose, the beaver, the loon, or uh, the goose. Or for plurals, the gooses. gooses.
0: <laughs> um, Yep, yeah, one was in your list. It's the beaver.
1: Yeah. Have you ever, uh, do you know the Canadian rapper Classified?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love his song where it's uh, the whole, he talks about the, it's like, oh, Canada, we love our beaver. Uh, yeah, the whole. It's one of those songs where it's, like, knowing about, like, stuff like Poutine, uh, National Anthem, Hockey, Mike Myers, Jim Carrey, all these kind of things where it's, like, yeah, it kind of shows the influence that Canada's had on the world. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so it's, like, it's kind of funny the whole – I wasn't quite sure if the beaver was the national uh, animal or if it was just, like, a stereotype.
0: Yeah, well, it is because – okay so it became our national animal in 1975. Mm -hmm. you can also find on the five cent um coin
1: the nickel
0: also known as the nickel (laughs) and um it has been a huge part of our history right because going back to before even like the first non-indigenous person ever landed on our coast uh, beavers were actually used for trade and tra- Like they would trap them, fur trade, make clothing out of them, right? And uh, the, stuff. So they they're a very big part of our history.
1: Yeah, and there are sometimes where people you would see people like depicted old pictures where um, settlers would have those beaver skin hats because mm-hmm. they were very warm and good for the winter time. Mm-hmm. And you know. If there's one animal's fur that'll keep you warm and uh, be waterproof, it's the beaver. Absolutely. So, all right. Now, one other thing I wanted to say was that um, you know about the American Revolution, right? And everything that happened with that? Yes. Okay. Do you know what the Canadian Civil War slash, uh, or not not the American Revolution, the American Civil War. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do you know what the Canadian Civil War was? It was three guys out east having a bar fight over who pays the bill.
0: <laughs> nice. It's
1: more of a joke kind of thing. where I was going like to say, yeah, you
0: got to try and think of something because I don't think we've ever had a civil war.
1: Not that know. I'm aware of, but it was one of those jokes where I heard where it's like, yeah, the Americans is like, oh, we had the civil war back and yada yada and everything and all these controversies, like people have their opinions of what was about, what mm-hmm. caused it and everything. Where it's like here in Canada, it's like, you know we're just such easygoing people for the most part that it's like yeah we had a civil war it, it was a bar fight over who pays the tab
0: <laughs>
1: so you know we're trying to keep it light and humorous mm-hmm. oh just i uh, just gonna say just because the fact that if you take things a little too seriously and a little too harshly it's like uh you know yeah thing you don't don't stress about things that aren't super crucial and important there's a lot of things going on in the world but it's like trying to take on everything at once kind of thing is like trying to move a mountain one uh like tablespoon shovel at a time
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to get overwhelmed very quickly and you're going to feel like you get nowhere fast yeah so that's why we just have fun here in canada
0: mm-hmm so canada's duh
1: Oh, yes. Canada has two languages.
0: Official languages. Oh,
1: official languages, sorry.
0: Yes. We have English. Mm-hmm. And we have French.
1: Parlez-vous français?
0: Pourquoi? <laughs> That's about all the French I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it might be our second official language, but uh, where we went to school, it's not something that we were particularly versed in or taught Mm -hmm. and here's a crazy thing apparently the difference between Quebec French and French French, uh, France French is such a vast difference in like tones dialects and words Mm -hmm. that a Quebec French person if they were to talk to a France French person the France person would be like uh what are you saying dude i don't understand some of these words you're using because it's such slang and it, it'd be like the difference between an uh, an uh, australian talking to say like some, a
0: yeah yeah that's a that great example
1: yeah is like the whole there there are that's some like communi-
0: talking to a new sometimes
1: yeah well there would be some misunderstandings and maybe <laughs> some like head scratching or whatever but eventually the conversation would you know, progress, but yeah. Um, also, the thing about Newfies, or as like we we call them, people from Newfoundland.
0: Yes, Newfoundlanders.
1: Yeah, that apparently. So back when the first, you know, settling of Canada, or you know, the first people from Europe and everything came over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, what I came to understand about this was that the uh, you something? Yep. <clears throat> So it was essentially a very important trade route kind of area for you know the whole fur trade and uh, resources and everything between England and Canada. <clears throat> and when it came to that area, a lot of like people from England, Ireland, Scotland, and maybe even some Welsh people or people from Wales all lived on this small little kind of like port island city type settlement thing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the language kind of got muddled up, mixed up together. It became this blend of all three slangs and terminologies all wrapped up into one. So that's why it's like, if you ever want to go for a real linguistic adventure, go drinking with a new they will say things and words that you will not understand and you'll just be like cheers i'll drink to that i have no (laughs) idea what you just said you might have just said something that was really deep and profound or you might have just called my monk uh my mother a donkey face but i don't care (laughs) so yeah um okay so you were just looking something up
0: Mm -hmm. i was just looking up who settled newfoundland like originally yeah or like who found it so like the rest of canada It was actually originally found by, like, outside of, obviously, um, the Inuit and um, Indigenous people. Mm -hmm. Um, The Vikings were the first, like, non-Indigenous people to set foot on Canada. But it was found, again, in 1497 by John Cabot. And hopefully everybody recognizes that name as he was a big English like sailor, explorer and sailor and stuff right so yeah i was just looking it up to see so yeah vikings first
1: yeah well the vikings were definitely a culture of exploring and wanderlust yeah there's the whole you know big wide open sea and everything there's like let's go this way and yada yada
0: hmm yeah because um The words <laughs> the Viking that originally found Canada, or one of the Vikings that originally found Canada, his name was uh Leif Erikson, I believe. Okay, and he uh, yeah, when the Vikings set, but he was the first, but then after him, um, when the English found it, it was um. It was John Cabot. Jesus, I can't speak.
1: It's all good. It's just a little work in progress. Oh,
0: neat. On this page that we're on, it says, um, Leif Erickson found Canada in like 1,000. Yep. And then um, John Cabot or Giovanni Cabato (laughs) or Zwan Chabato. That's neat that they have different pronunciations for his name. Um, anyway, found it in 1497 and then he claimed it for England
1: yeah, kind of crazy to think how long it was that (laughs) the whole when first like discovering no, sorry, like yeah it's interesting the Giovanni Cabato and stuff like that uh, the different pronunciations but also to think like this was back in 1497 and then it wouldn't be another 300-ish years, almost 400 years Till uh, Canada became its own sovereign country.
0: Yeah, one real thing that I thought was funny too is so Henry, King Henry the Seventh, commissioned John Cabot to go exploring. Yeah. His son Sebastian continued. Mm-hmm. And when he went back to England to tell the king, it was now King Henry the Eighth, and he's like, "Oh, listen, listen, I found a bunch of stuff in the New World," and King Henry was like, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> it's so fitting for henry the
1: eighth <laughs> uh okay so i know you just laughed hysterically about that uh was it king George, or uh henry the eighth yeah um i'm a little lost why was it so funny that henry the did because i know we did an episode on him but
0: yeah
1: why is it so funny that he wasn't interested in exploration
0: because he was just a well he wasn't in the beginning but he became a very lazy Guy after he got injured in that jousting. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Match
0: trait and stuff. So it just kind of is kind of fitting that he like wasn't interested in expansion at all. Like he was just like, I got my kingdom, I don't want no war. I got my wives, I got my church, I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah, I don't want to build an em uh, like I don't want to like expand the empire kind of thing because that takes a lot of work and even like. <sighs> I could, you know, I was like, I can't with the, with what religion was it that he was uh, that didn't let him get divorced?
0: Um, it was the Catholic that didn't allow him to get divorced. So.
1: And yeah, so he was like, oh, fine, I'll use the Protestant model, Movement, yeah, yeah, to like build my own religion so I can get divorced. Mm-hmm, pretty much. So yeah, that makes sense. It does sound like a whole like in a way very lazy. Like hey. If I'm not out there exploring and being the frontline person to discover new things, mm-hmm. I'm good.
0: Yes. And I just wanted to mention too, um, John Cabot was actually Italian. Mm. Hence Giovanni Cabato. <laughs> uh, I yeah, just looked it up and he was actually Italian, but he was working for the English. So that is why.
1: Oh, so some freelancing. for the
0: English. Exactly. Why not, right? Um, okay.
1: Now Okay, let's talk about something that is very terrifying to you and a bit to me. Okay. The coldest ever recorded temperature in Canada is minus 63 degrees Celsius.
0: That's minus 81.4 degrees Fahrenheit.
1: Now, yeah, for those that use the freedom measurements. um, Just thinking about that whole, okay. Okay. You always make the joke come winter time. Why do we live where the air hurts our faces? Yeah. Now, minus 20-ish kind of thing. It's like, yeah, I I understand. It's like, it gets cold out. You know, you got to bundle up and everything.
0: We've gotten to minus, what was the coldest? 40-ish. Week, 45-ish.
1: Yeah. Almost minus 50 uh, Celsius, which...
0: With a wind chill.
1: I think that was even before wind chill. No. I'm pretty sure it was before wind chill. Back in, like, the February of 2020... We, ha- it was friggin' cold.
0: Okay. Anyway, keep talking. I'm just looking up red Deer's coldest.
1: Okay. Uh, do you want me to type that out or? I got it. Okay. So, yeah, but then I always make the counterpoint is, is because I'm a bit of an arachnophobe and I'm not sure what it's called for a fear of uh, crabs or crustaceans. I don't know. But anyways. Um, the, uh, you're a bit of one of those. Uh, so yeah, it was like the whole, we might live where it gets really cold and everything, but you know, at least that keeps away the big scary spiders and you try, you know, it's like most mammals have troubles walking, like staying out in that kind of cold. You get a crustacean to try to like stay above ground. That thing is turning into an ice block. It ain't living. So we might hurt our faces, but it keeps our phobias away.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I just looked it up on our local like news. Yeah. So it was back on February 9th, 2021. And it says, quote, of the 15 communities with new records on Monday, Red Deer was the coldest at minus 43.9 degrees Celsius. That breaks the record set in 1936, which was minus 40.6 degrees Celsius. Unquote.
1: That is so weird because, like, this is also using RD News Now, which yeah. whenever I read it, I always read rdnewsnow.com.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. Read your news now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, it, well, you know, so there's no space between the news and uh, now and everything. Because it's the
0: interwebs. <laughs> I know. But to me,
1: it's like when I quickly read it, it's like, oh, new snow.
0: <laughs> Anyways,
1: um, the th- reason why I bring that up, that, that's kind of interesting to me, is because I swear. Uh, back in the February of 2020 that before the whole pandemic lockdowns and everything hit um, I had to go to a job site because the boss wouldn't call it quits kind of thing because it was my, it was more than minus 45 according to the weather network and he couldn't get the diesel zoom boom engine to turn over to, you know, keep working and everything. And he had a tiger torch with about a four foot long, uh, one of those tin uh, air duct things the house is used with a, four, a 90 degree elbow pointing straight up to blow just heat, not fire, heat into the engine block of this zoom boom. And it took hours. Like we were barely able to like, you know, go outside and grab material or whatever. Like we couldn't get our air compressor to work unless it was like inside this basement that had a insulated tarp on in front of the garage and everything. It was like, it was bad conditions. And yeah, it was just one of those things where I was like, are you kidding me? So yeah, living up here, it's like the cold is definitely not something to underestimate. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: So I found another article. mm -hmm. This one was from January 15th, 2020. Mm -hmm. And it says, quote, Red Deer set a new low low this morning, Wednesday, when the temperature hit an unofficial minus 42.5 degrees Celsius at the Red Deer Regional Airport. That broke the old record of minus 40.6 that was set, recorded back in 1950,
1: unquote. Oh, so this was on January 15th, 2020. Yes. Okay.
0: So that's probably what you're thinking of?
1: Maybe, yeah, because you got to remember, this was back in the beginning of 2020, so that was like 15 years ago.
0: Well, yeah, and it says...
1: (laughs) It felt like 15 years ago with the lockdowns and how long (laughs) things it felt like it had taken to progress.
0: Yeah, and it does also say, quote wind chills have added to the misery by making it feel more like minus 50 in some parts of central alberta yeah unquote and i will definitely attest to that because your car wouldn't start yes and you walked to my work which isn't far from here it's a, like a 15 minute walk
1: i made it in like about eight or nine minutes
0: and when you walked into the store i almost didn't recognize you
1: because i had icicles all you over had
0: face. all over your face and i was like oh my God, like your eyelashes and eyebrows were like white. And I yeah. was like.
1: So I had like, I was bundled right up. The only thing that was exposed to skin on my face was.
0: Your nose. Above,
1: well, I was like, I had the face warmer thing above my nose. Yeah. And the toque down to my eyebrows. So really it was that tiny little spot where yes. it was like you could see. But any hairs and everything, like it was one of those times where it was like, no, this is ridiculous. I was ridiculous. so mad
0: at you because I was like, "Why didn't you just phone me? I would have drove home. You could have dropped me back off at work and saved yourself walking in that. You could have gotten frostbite."
1: Because I'm hard as nails. What can I
0: say? <laughs> um.
1: So okay. So
0: being minus sixty three degrees Celsius, that's got to be before wind chill because they typically don't include wind chill when you're like breaking records and things like that. <laughs> um, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. It it gets cold up here. So I couldn't
0: imagine, like the car wouldn't start. I feel like you'd have to be worried about
1: one of my coworkers' wives, uh her if I remember correctly the brand of it, it was an SUV. I wanna say Ford Expl- or Ford Escape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her ignition got frozen up and like she could yeah. not physically turn the key in the ignition.
0: Gotta get some de icer.
1: Or, well, she couldn't turn it over. And she had a newborn, like less than a year old baby at the time yeah. uh, with her. And so the one guy that we were working with had to hop into his truck and drive back into Red Deer to come and save her kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, you don't mess around with this kind of temperature. So it was like, no. yeah, it was like my boss might have like, you know, definitely had a great work ethic and been like, hey, there's no such thing as quit. Like we keep pushing on no matter how tough it gets. But there's got to be a line somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I always made the joke is that the whole he'd only call a rain day when frickin Noah's Ark went floating by.
0: True, true. true.
1: Okay, so uh, let's talk about where do you want to stop now? Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I got a, I got a good one for you. Okay. So you uh, have you ever been dinged with a speeding radar ticket thing?
0: Uh yes. Okay. Once so. and it wasn't my fault. <laughs> um they had just switched all of the school zones in Red Deer to playground zones.
1: Yeah.
0: Playground zones are in effect. Every day, school zones are in fact Monday through Friday. Mm. I was headed to work. This was years ago, like 11, 12 years ago. I was headed to work to the video store. And when I turned out of my street, I uh, was going past a school zone. What I thought was a school zone. It was now a playground zone. And it was like a Saturday at three o'clock and I'm driving and I'm You know, we turn the corner, and then I'm kind of getting up to speed, which our residential is only 50 anyways. Yeah. And all of a sudden, flash. And I was like, oh, what was that? I think I just got a photo radar ticket. Right? Sure as shit. Like, three weeks later in the mail comes a photo radar ticket for a hundred and some bucks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. And of course, on my way home, I saw the sign that was like, new! (laughs) (laughs) School zone is now playground zone. And I was like, "Fuck." So, anyway, I paid the ticket. I wasn't going to fight it. Like, it was my fault. I was the idiot for not realizing that that had changed already. I thought it was still, like, a week away. Anyway, um, but, yeah, so I've gotten
1: Yeah, so, okay, so with regards to the whole having a photo radar system and everything, did you know that the B.C. government has made it, um, I want to like, it's – a illegal practice or something where like the cops cannot use photo radar to enforce speed limits. Mm-hmm. They have to literally catch you in the act of speeding down a road yeah. to give you a ticket for speeding, which I, I don't know, I got kind of like that mixed feelings about it. Cause it's like that whole, uh a photo radar is a great way to deter people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, I mean, you know, then you have people who accidentally like you did. And then of course myself where it's like, if Anybody's ever driven uh, nor- like north on the QE2 Queen Elizabeth II or used to be the uh, A2, the Alberta Highway 2,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, driving up to Edmonton, there's a time there's a spot where it goes from 110 kilometers an hour to 90 kilometers an hour is the maximum, and I missed that sign, oh. so I was cruising at about 110. I had cruise control on because it was middle of the summer and everything, and I was like, hey you know, just put it on cruise control, stay with the flow of traffic in regards and ma- make sure that nothing's going crazy around me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I, one day in the mail, it's like, I get this, uh, ticket. And I was like, Oh yeah, I did. Dri- I did drive up there that day and yada, yada. Oh, I missed the sign. Well, can't, mm-hmm. I couldn't really fight it. Cause it's like, I, you know, I knew exactly what happened and what yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well that happened. But again, so it's like, whether people like it hate it you know take it for what you will i'm just saying is that that's kind of one of those like oh so each province has different kind of rules and laws in regards to even just things like traffic Traffic enforcement exactly
0: definitely so real quick just wanted to make a um um what we had spoken about earlier with canada being independent from Britain. Mm-hmm. So we were actually semi-independent from Britain in yes. 1867. Yeah. Right. So basically um, it was the British North American Act of 1867, which I think we mentioned, right, made Canada federal dominion with the autonomy um, with some autonomy, right? Yeah. But then in um, 1982, we officially <sighs> became independent from Britain right um so basically canada just asked if we could like control our own parliament because that's what i was talking about earlier where like britain still
1: has some influencer or... they
0: could vote to like amend our constitution and things like that right and had to sign like off on our laws and things and so canada was like hey can we like not have you do that and they were like ah, okay Right. (laughs) I
1: mean, really, it's that whole, you know, you guys got to micromanage, you got to pay this person to be here and do this and everything. Mm -hmm. We've we're already fact checking and kind of going through a lot of the steps and everything. It's like, we really don't need this person here. And actually, it's like, we don't want to be like the US and have to do the whole fight you guys on a civil war level kind of thing or uh, revolutionary thing and yada yada. It's like, let's just let's just do this civilly and agree. It's like, hey, we're our own country because we have the ability to think and act and take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Whereas we don't need you to tell us how to do and what to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. And stuff. So I just wanted to like point that out. But um, the semi-independence came on July 1st. And so that's why we celebrate Canada Day on July 1st.
1: Yeah, it was the first step towards becoming our own official sovereign country, and yeah. it took a long time to become fully independent, but at the same time, I can at least proudly say that it's like we didn't have to have a bloody revolution to, uh, and I'm saying bloody and not as like the English way of being like, you know, uh, a fucking war and everything. I mean, like, we didn't have to shed blood to be our own independent country.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Because it's like the whole, despite how some things might get really heated and people might get really fiery about things. Mm-hmm. I always believe that if you have to resort to violence, then you, your argument doesn't really stand that well on its own.
0: Uh, sometimes.
1: I mean, sometimes, like, for the most part, it's like the whole, if, you know, you, say, for example, like, I'll go with an easy analogy. If you and another person can't agree on pizza toppings. mm mm-hmm for whatever reason kind of thing, but you can only get one and yada yada, so you got to decide and everything. If it comes down to the point where you or that other person has to throw fists and, you know, uh, crack some skulls or whatever, the whole, you, yeah, it, there was a, a, a connection or communication level that just was, wasn't reached effectively and fully. And that's where it's like, okay, I see. Well, you gave it a shot, you tried, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is what it is, but at the same time, the whole resorting to violence has always been, in my eyes, anyways, this is my own personal opinion, that both or at least one person just kind of res- res- uh, res- uh, reverted to a childish process of thinking in regards to solving the problems. Yeah. Not to say that it's like, hey, violence is completely avoidable and everything. But for the most part, it's like, you know, talks and negotiations can always can generally speaking, prevent conflict.
0: You would hope.
1: Yeah, I would definitely hope. I'd like to anyway. think that it's like, yeah,
0: history, violence is not the answer. Yeah. Well, history has proven that talking doesn't always work.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, that is true. But for the most part, I'd like to think that there's always a way Mm-hmm. To avoid violence, it's just whether or not both people try to reach that conclusion. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different topic. Yeah. So, oh, anywho,
0: I got a question for you.
1: Sorry, that was my uh, peace-loving Canadian side coming out, being <laughs> like, "Hey, let's not fight. Let's not kill each other." Yeah. Okay, you were gonna say.
0: Um, what's your what? What do you what? What do you guess is? I don't know how to talk. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> what is Canada's official sport? There, buds.
1: Oh, come on. I'm at least proud enough of a Canadian to say that it is lacrosse, despite everybody thinking it's hockey.
0: Well, hockey is our winter sport. Yes. But our summer sport is lacrosse. Yeah. Now, do you know the origin of lacrosse?
1: Wasn't it uh, a recreational game that was played by the Indigenous people?
0: Yes, up top. Yes, it was actually rooted and first played by Indigenous people in the 1600s and then was picked up by anglophone people in the 1900s 19th century sorry and yeah as an act of parliament in 1994 it became a national sport the national sport of canada for the summer
1: yeah as the whole uh, i remember as a kid when uh, that kind of became the whole thing was like I was like, well, you know, Canadian, Canada and everything, stereotypical, is like most of the NHL players in the world are like more, most of the NHL players are Canadian. So isn't hockey our national sport? And it's like, no, nah, actually it's lacrosse. And I was like, oh, it's like, well, and then like you clarified, it's our summer sport because, yeah, for the most part, it's like you don't want to be playing that game out in the freezing cold because have you seen what lacrosse players wear?
0: yeah i have
1: it's not exactly insulated very well for the cold but it's like a hockey however it's a double purpose of one it keeps you insulated from the cold and two it stops those slap shots from really hurting mm-hmm.
0: so um yeah i thought it was neat too because even though we have our two official languages yeah obviously with the amount of immigration that we have Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is well over one point two million, just in Canada, speakers of Chinese languages, uh, Punjabi speakers, right? Mm-hmm. About five hundred thousand people, um,
1: and of course, there's like the European where it's you got German, Italian, oh uh, Tagalog, uh, Spanish, Arabic, t- yep.
0: And that's not including even the 11 different Indigenous languages. Mm. Sorry, language groups. That can break down to another 65 actual languages. So the diversity in Canada is amazing.
1: You know what's actually really funny is... um, So where I work, there's... um, I would say a good handful of people that speak Tagalog. Yeah. And I've been... Asking them, like, you know, to kind of teach me a little bit about their language and everything. The mm-hmm. whole, like, um, you know, like, how do you say hello or how do you say yada yada and everything? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, it's like the whole salama. Uh, salamat is uh, thank you. And you could say, like, salamat po, which is a very respectful way. It's like, oh, well, thank you very much kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say salamat it's like more of like a way to say, Oh, thank you, brother. Kind of. You. So, you know, there, there's a lot of ways where it's just like the whole, and one thing I definitely would like to say about that whole diversity of languages and everything is that even if you're not quote unquote fluent with it, if you can at least extend the whole, like, Hey, I understand how to speak your language. I uh, will try to, you know, communicate some things with you. Mm-hmm. It's a big sign of respect.
0: Absolutely. Um, the, another example of that is we've had some Ukrainian refugees yes. come into our city recently. Mm-hmm. One of them came into our store. And my poor manager had no idea. This lady, she was saying, um, What did she say? Knife chopping. Or chopper. Chopper. And he's like, I don't know if you mean like
1: a cleaver or a cleaver,
0: or is that like a, um, an actual tool? Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a slap chop maybe or something, <laughs> right? He wasn't sure. But he said he immediately downloaded Google Translate. And he's like, I hope to... <laughs> this is accurate enough
1: mm-hmm. to have a
0: conversation with her. And I think it worked out okay. So that's nice. But, yeah. <laughs> it's the- it's kind of cute that, like, the English she knew was chopper. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And there's actually... Um... A really good ref uh this is just another personal example with that I knew I know someone that uh their their first their primary first language uh what do you want to call it, uh however you say it their first language uh is Tagalog and the we were having this conversation and uh they were like there was like a four four or five of us and this guy that speaks Tagalog uh he you know was like oh and then she yada yada and everything is like so he was like the whole and like a lot of people might get like the whole butthurt or whatever kind of thing on that but uh this one girl was like but you just said she and is like he's a guy and everything and i was like i didn't take it personally because he speaks english way better than i speak tagalog so if he you know happens to get a mispronunciation oh because he
0: called you she yeah yes
1: i did not take it as like a as some people might take it as an insult or whatever. I mean, you know, the world's, uh, there's a lot of, I'm not going to touch on the whole like Pride Month and pronunciations and everything. It was just more of like pronouns a- Pronouns. Yeah, pronouns, sorry. No, it's okay. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to get through this real quickly because uh, it's like the whole, the, more, the moral of the story was, is like the whole, I didn't take it as an insult or disrespect because they had put it in more effort yeah. to learn English than I have had put towards learning Tagalog. Yeah. So, therefore, it's like, who you would knew- I be to say, you better learn how to speak English kind of thing? Is like, no, no, no. Yeah, and
0: you? you knew he wasn't trying to, like, purposely misgender you.
1: Yeah, it was like yeah. the whole, yeah. So, I know some people might get a little, you know, butthurt about something like that. But I was one of those people where I was like, no, no, no. that's That's just a misunderstanding, a mispronunciation, yada, yada. You know, I really appreciate the fact that he speaks English so well that it's like, hey, you know. One. one I mean, come on, we have trouble speaking English sometimes.
0: <laughs> We've had trouble on this podcast.
1: Exactly. At least so, some of us have. I think it's even been said that yeah. Well, I've had some gaps myself.
0: I'm just joking because
1: I was quoting it myself. Yeah. Uh, the uh moral, or the whole thing is that English is also, I think, one of the hardest languages in the world to learn.
0: Uh yeah, there, there and there, two, two, and two.
1: Yeah. Uh your, your, and your.
0: And not only that, but then you have words that, like, are spelt the same, but don't sound the same. Right. Night and night? Yeah. Or, or... like, um, oh, I can't even think of one right now, but.
1: Yeah, there's, like, game English... like,
0: nice and, no, what's the one? I don't know. I can't think
1: scent of it. Sent and
0: sent? No, no, I'm not. Well, yeah, they're s- said the same, but they're s- spelt differently. But it's, like, um, you'll have words that are spelt very close to each other, and it's, it should be, like, yarn and barn. But for example, it'd be like yarn and bayarn, right? Yeah. That's not that's not the real one, but I can't remember the real one. But it's just confusing, and I, I mean, I guess because we learned it from when we were born, it's we learned it. I mean, I didn't learn it that well. I probably still use the wrong theirs or twos. Twos, I'm the worst with two, two, and two. Yeah. I know two is like the number two. The other ones are touch and go. I'm going to tell you that <laughs> right now.
1: Well. I mean, just a quick little thing here is that the two with the TO is uh, a destination or location or to go to, whereas the TOO is as well. That's including, uh, mm-hmm. adding to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, that, that, that's like a, a very simplification of it. I'm sure if you look up like in the dictionary, the actual differences between the TO and the TOO, mm-hmm. there's a lot more like description in the actual Webster's dictionary. Mm-hmm. I'm just going with a very simple breakdown of if you ever use it in text. Mm-hmm. So it's a very confusing language. And I think the only language that might be more difficult or harder to learn, as far as I know anyways, or I've been told, is Mandarin Chinese. Because mm-hmm. that one apparently is also a very complex and intricate language as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, but that's the thing. is like That's the one thing that makes Canada very wonderful is that we have such diversity, mm-hmm. both with the Indigenous community and also all the cultures from around the world that have come and made immigrated Canada, here. yeah, immigrated and made Canada their home, yeah. but without assimilating and losing their culture. Yeah, And that's one thing where I definitely feel that it's like, as long as it's one of those things where it's like celebrating somebody's differences in cultures should be something where it's like, hey, you know, that's
0: what Canada should be.
1: Exactly. I know there's right. a lot of people that get quite upset
0: about that
1: or whatever but like it's like we're all different if we were all carbon copy exact same kind of people this world would be absolutely boring and horrifying to me
0: Mm -hmm. okay i think we got time for one more fact
1: yeah
0: real quick the canadian one dollar coin is called a loonie yep because it's got a loon
1: on it very beautiful sounding bird
0: yes and a while back i don't remember exactly when it was in the 90s i believe I could look it up. Um,
1: what the toonie? Yeah, yeah. It was made in
0: 1996. Thank you.
1: Um, look at you go. <laughs> I didn't even need <laughs> Google for that one. I just knew.
0: You didn't. You did know. Um, they came out with the they got they got rid of the bill two dollar bill yeah and came out with a coin that is called a toonie and that's real <laughs> and it's spelled T O O N I E yeah. Like a tomb. Yeah. Only, it's just called a toonie because it's two loonies, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's
1: one of those funny things where, uh, yeah, it's that yeah. whole, there, there's a little funny cultural thing behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, did you ever hear, or have you heard about uh, the new wooden coin that's coming out that's mm-hmm. supposed to represent the $5 bill?
0: No.
1: Yeah. It's a, a wooden coin, and we're going to call it the Woody.
0: No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> okay, sorry. That
1: was from uh, Royal Canadian Air Force. Yeah. Uh they went they usually do things like go down to the States and kind of like talk about, "Hey, did you know Canada just officially had its first double double?" And it's like there was some uh, one joke where it was like, "Yeah, Canada's making a $5 wooden coin and we're calling it the Woody." <laughs> and some people actually believed it. Yeah, fair enough. And it's like, I mean, it kind of sounds in line with like the Looney, the toonie, the woody. Mm. Hey, if it's a wooden coin, it would kind of make sense, but it's like, why would you make a coin out of wood?
0: I'd rather them make, yeah, well, that's stupid for one, because you could just throw it in a fire and burn it accidentally. Exactly. <laughs> or
1: it could snap in half.
0: Like, our money is pretty indestructible. Even our bills now are like polymer or something.
1: You need scissors or you have to throw it in a fire kind of thing, which yeah. I mean, that you could do that to the paper ones, but they're less likely to just rip by accident.
0: Yeah, they're not like they used to be. Remember when we were kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, you charge that money because you never knew when something really bad was going to happen to it. I would much rather have a fivey
1: than than a, a woody
0: <laughs> <laughs> as my five dollar coin. So, which they've been threatening, they have been threatening to do a five dollar coin. They just it would not be wooden and called a woody. I'm
1: just actually looking something up here numbers. And... Un, deux, Sink? Sink. It's like so call it the Sinky. The Sinky. <laughs> I mean, you know, French is our second official language and everything. And it's like, well, we got the loony, the tuny and then the Sinky. Yeah. And make it make it out of lead so it really drops. So mm-hmm. it makes sense <laughs> with the name.
0: Um I just just wanted to add that the reason why uh they uh we say that English and French is our two official languages. It's because those are the ones that are, like, recognized by the government as official languages. And actually, all of our food products, anything basically that has a label on it that we consume has to have English and French on it. So, that's why we say that, like, those are the, the official languages of Canada. So... Anyway, Could you
1: imagine how much text and print would have to be on a package if we, like, because you know how we mentioned, like, all the different languages and everything?
0: I'm thinking even the 11 indigenous groups that turn into 65 individual languages. If
1: you break it down further, yeah.
0: That would be 67.
1: Just, yeah. Uh,
0: labels, huh? On boot. You couldn't. It would be so small. Do you know how I get annoyed it, when it, I'm trying to read something on a bottle and it's so small? Could you imagine?
1: Funny little story. Um, when me and some co-workers, we were cl- uh, in the framing gig, we were cleaning up uh, the trailer and everything. And we were like, oh, what's this? And, you know, like, where do we put this and everything? And the guy picks up this jug of like, he's not sure what it is. And he lifts it up and everything. Okay. And the one side that he was looking at, I was like, what's this? And the other side that's facing me is in English. So I said to him, well, I don't know how good your French is, but on this side, it says that it's antifreeze. And then he turns it over and we had a good little laugh about that because it's like, yeah, eh, if you can't read French, just flip the label over. Exactly. So that that's, you know, the whole, again, then that was another person where it's like, you know, it might be your second official language, but mm-hmm. we don't practice it often enough to be fluent in reading or speaking
0: it. At least not in Alberta. I mean,
1: uh, maybe some other provinces. Quebec. Are, yeah, it's oh, Quebec. like Quebec
0: is French, right? So it, they yeah. definitely speak it there, and probably provinces that are like Ottawa or not Ottawa, that's not a province, it's a city. <laughs> and uh, I believe it's
1: pronounced Ottawa,
0: right? <laughs> um, Toronto. Toronto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, okay, we're, we're gonna talk about the whole like, some people are like, do you mean Toronto? And I was like, well, let's get really uh mispronouncing with it and call it Toronto,
0: right? And stuff, but yeah. Uh, Ontario is what I meant to say. Ontario, Manitoba, you know.
1: More of those places nearby Quebec. Probably
0: than. speak French a lot more frequently. And don't get us wrong. We both took French in elementary school.
1: Well, I took it in junior high. That's oh, the only it, time I took it. Oh,
0: I took it in elementary. It was like, you. Ha- it was one of the core classes in elementary that you took. But that was elementary. And I am old. <laughs> and I... It's that thing where if you don't use it, you lose it. You're only 26. Don't worry. And I'm not. <laughs> but thanks. You always make me feel so special. So anyway, that was our um, Canada episode.
1: Yeah, the whole nerding out about uh, how much we love this country, uh, you know, despite any flaws or imperfections and everything. And, you know, I was like, hopefully some people learned some things about Canada that made you proud to be Canadian. Mm -hmm. And uh, if any listeners who aren't from Canada, it's like, hey, come on over, like take a visit and see all the wonderful things that are over here. Because I would love to see a lot of the world and everything, but I also would love to, you know, have people from all over the place come and see what this country is all about and how wonderful it can be Mm -hmm. any time of the year.
0: Absolutely. Uh, That sounded weird. Holy, that was like a different person coming out of my mouth. Absolutely. That's what I (laughs) meant.
1: Uh, oh, also, the other joke is is that uh, this is where you say you're a bad Canadian, and this is where I'm the stereotypical one. Yeah. We heard this joke about the whole, uh, when God made Canada, I was like, yeah, and make the people addicted to maple. And the angel goes, maple what? Everything. <laughs> and it's like, yep, you put maple into something. I will definitely try it twice. I'm
0: not a fan of
1: maple. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, just, just a bad Canadian.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not, though, because I'm... I may not be into the maple. But I like the Nanaimo bar.
1: Yeah. The and Nama the a- And pizza with
0: pineapple on it.
1: Yeah, the Hawaiian pizza, which is also a Canadian creation.
0: All of those were. That's why I said it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. But just some people <laughs> might be like, there's no pineapples in Canada. No, there might not be pineapples, but we were, we were crazy enough to throw them on a pizza. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, the whole ham and pineapple is like the sweet and salty. Nice mm-hmm. little mix. Exactly. All right, well, uh thank you everybody. We're just rambling on about food now, so we we're, you know, we're getting hungry.
0: <laughs> it always comes back to food guys sorry
1: all right uh thank you everybody so much for listening and just remember no matter what your thing is or what you're into
0: at the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy. Shi.